0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. and we'll talk about the cardinals all night long we'll talk the games and all the rest about the team that we love best we'll talk about the cardinals all night long we're going to talk about the cardinals all night long
1: good morning Almost afternoon. Uh, <laughs> welcome to another edition of Meet Me at Mutual. My host Daniel Dot C seventy is about at C seventy on Twitter with me as always. Alan Medlock at reddirtredbirdamedlock Redbird A Medlock one on the Twitters. We're recording this right about noon, as you could probably tell on Saturday, a little bit later than our normal, and we're going to overlap with the first game of a doubleheader. Uh, but Alan, it's been a, a fairly big week, right? I mean. You know, since we last recorded, Albert Pujols moved into fourth place and then hit another one last night. He's at 698. Uh, Yachty and Wainwright break their record that they've been working on for quite some time. Um, There's felt like a lot of pomp and circumstance around this team, and we hadn't even hit the playoffs yet.
0: Yeah, I agreed. And you, I'm glad you added that last line. Uh, we knew that the – or, well, we expected the uh, – um, the uh at the tandem, as in Molina and Wainwright, we, we expected him to break that one way or the other. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, that was going to happen. Uh, for the for that to happen, and six ninety seven within the same week, while also leading the division pretty comfortably, is pretty special. Uh, it, this this second half has been quite a lot of fun. Um, I, it, it's it's been pretty it's been special as uh, Cardinals fans. The place is packed every night. Everybody expects something every time Albert hits. It's mm-hmm. just right now has been – I'm not sure how much better it can be outside of a playoff run, you know, that uh, that, it, that the, the stadium has been at this point.
1: Well, and I wrote uh, – I, I mentioned this in passing in one of the articles that I wrote this week or one of the posts that I put up. Um, I don't know how next year isn't a disappointment <laughs> – you know, I mean, uh, yeah, I agree. I did follow yeah. up with this. Uh, and I hate to look forward to this because you still got to enjoy this run and enjoy what's happening. And, you know, if for some reason the Cardinals fall short of the World Series, which is always possible, you know, and they make a run next year at that, okay. But still, I mean, there's so much that can only happen in this way and in this year and this season that, yeah, I mean, this is, this is incredible. And, it, you know it's 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 stuff that not every fan base gets right i mean yankee fans right now get a little bit of that with with Aaron Judge making a run at 60 home runs and that you know obviously there's plenty of, of history in new york but yes you know other teams they just don't have this and that's you know we're, we're kind of really fortunate that we do
0: i know i agree and and that's another thing i'm glad you brought that up as well because i watch quick pick Pay- Quick pitch on MLB Network just about every morning, and I understand that one's a season goal and one's the culmination of what's going to be a Hall of Fame career. So you can't, we probably can't put it on the same weighted scale. Right. But I will tell you, Pujols gets the headlines right now. Mm-hmm. There's, there's just no doubt about it. They lead in with a lot of the with a lot of the Cardinals games. They, they let in last night with the bomb, and then followed with the one that he hit to the warning track mm-hmm. before getting to the to the uh, to the Yankees game last night. Yeah. Um, and you know that I think, like I said, it's pretty easy to say, well, that's, he's fourth on the all time list and, you know, and you know, well, we know what, what, you know, we know what asterisk comes with a home run record, right, anyway, right. you know what I mean? One of those type of situations. So, so that probably plays a big part of it, but I will say that he is stealing a lot of headlines from a guy that's actually making a pretty decent run at, you know, a high 60 plus home runs himself.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's the thing that I don't even know, you know, because I am so fairly myopic when it comes to baseball these days. And it's, really, yeah. you know, I don't think I knew until, you know, judge hit like 52 <laughs> or 53, you know, that he was yeah. really making this kind of, Oh wow. He's really having, I knew he was having a good year, but I know it was like that good. Um, and now is he, he's still at 57, right? Is that where he's at um, now? So you know, I just remember what we went through with Maguire. you know, 58 was Hank Greenberg. And then, you know, then you have to get into the sixties to tie people, but you're right. I mean, even if you put all those asterisks and all the stuff that, that, Bonds and Sosa and McGuire had there, they still hit more home runs. Right. And so you can say, yeah, this is the real championship. You're really, you're going for the real record, but it's still, I'm sure it, it still loses something. I think for overall, um, just because of that, because you know somebody's done more, um even if they did it not legally. Um, so yeah, I, I think that's the case. But then again, I mean, if I'm a Yankees fan, I'm you know I'm you know I'm waiting with bated breath every time he comes up, I'm sure. so i can't I can't fault that because it is it's a remarkable achievement. but yeah, there's something there's something more to the fact that, okay, this is a good season. this is the culmination of of a great career. and then not only to have. Pujols doing this, but, you know, Yachty and Wainwright, not only, you know, getting to their record, but also doing it in a way that they're still just as effective for this team as they have been, you know, not their whole career, but definitely they're not just, they're not just being drug out there so they can catch the ball and okay, great. we we check a the box. They're part of this team in a, in a key part of it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. The, uh, it's it, a lot of that. I know that we've we've had our issues with with each on the show at one point, and just stayed guarded on what we wanted to, to do, with the hopes that they would still find some of that magic. And I, I, I mean, I I have to say that I feel like they have. I mean, you know, Molina's had some big games recently, and uh, that's that was kind of the last. Um, uh, I don't know the last landmark we we kind of wanted to see to make sure that this wasn't just one that was a uh, you know walking them out there in a uh, wheelchair to make sure that they get these records, but but being productive in doing so.
1: Yeah, and you're right. For a while there, a lot of this season, it was like, man, does Yadi yachty Yadi's yachty, been the weak link, right? I mean, I guess Albert was early in the year because there was like, eh, is is can he do he can hit lefties, but you know. Obviously, he's rededicated himself in the second half, has been amazing. But Wainwright's been solid all year long, so that it was like, okay, well, what can Yachty bring to the table besides, you know, history? And he stepped up. I mean, Ollie Marmol said, hey, I'm going to bet on September Yachty. It's been a, a bet that's paid off uh, because, you know, and, and you know, maybe just to the detriment of Andrew Kisner, who hasn't get to play as much, and I may have lost a little bit of the momentum he had going. But, you know, Yachty looks, I don't want to say he looks like prime Yachty because he doesn't, but, you know, the fact that he, you know, they threw out the base runner on the curveball in in that record setting game, you know, with Wainwright pitching. I mean, that was just like key Yachty. And then you're right. We've seen some big hits, the big home runs in, in 324. You know, he's had a, you know, base hit singles that have driven in runs. He doesn't feel like the automatic out that he did earlier in the year. And some of that's being rested, you know, the two months he had off the middle of the year. But some of that is just that extra adrenaline probably from knowing this is your last shot. This is the only last last impression you get to leave on a generation.
0: Yeah, the the way that they played recently, in particular Molina, is one of those things that now... You get from the feel good story where you can run away and, and win the win this, potentially win the central pretty easy, to okay. now you're pretty dangerous yeah. because he looks a lot like he did from about 10 to about 15, 16. You know what I mean? Big hits and being super effective. And that is that that's promising with things moving forward. Um, but yeah, that's that's just the icing on the cake to uh, anything of the. Uh, of the milestones that we've reached so far, I mean, this—that's what makes it so much fun—is that, I mean, like as Gould posted last night on Twitter, like the last four home runs that Pujols has hit have been huge home runs, right? You know, it makes such a difference, and and that 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 feels pretty good about it because, I am, I will be the first to admit that I was not a fan of the signing because I didn't think it would go well, and boy, I I I eat more than enough crow on that one.
1: But like I said, I mean, early on, it looked you look right on that. Um, there were, you know, the idea where we were sitting in <clears throat> May or June that we're that he's two home runs away from seven hundred with two weeks to go. With you know, probably I know baseball. I think it was baseball reference gave him like a uh, or baseball perspectives gave him like a forty something percent chance recently to hit it, and that was before last night. And he's probably. 50-50, they get to seven hundred now.
0: There was no oh, way Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I completely agree.
1: Yeah. I mean when he signed though, even when we signed, we talked about it. And we said, man, twenty one home runs, that's just that's just not gonna happen. You know, this is that's not where he's at. And you're only gonna use him against like blah 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 blah. And it's gonna happen. I mean I mean it really yeah. feels like that it is. Or it's gonna get even now, even if nothing else happens, it's gotten to the point where it was so close that he almost did that we never would have imagined it and yeah and into and the fact is you know what what two three three two of the last three maybe home runs coming off righties i mean it's not yeah. that he can only you know they're just pinch hitting him against the lefty and he, you know automatic boom it's out you know he's he's developed his game enough in the second half that he's gonna be a threat to be out i mean he's played every game what this week hasn't he oh yeah yeah
0: yeah, yeah. and that's it. it's funny the uh um not only is it the home runs, he has huge hits.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, right
0: now. And it's one of those you're just like, man, I mean, you see how much you missed it and just having a guy like that. I mean, even the sack fly in the loss Thursday night.
1: Mm-hmm. You
0: know what I mean? He just made sure that something happened. Yep. You know, one of those things. And that, it's, it's, I don't know. Now it's one of those that, that I miss it even more.
1: <laughs> you know, I hate to
0: say it like that, but yeah, it's uh, it's been something to watch.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and you said, and everybody said, there's the best case scenario for Albert Pujols returning to the Cardinals was not as good as what we've gotten. Um, and I think we just hoped that September would bring a little bit of magic and a little bit of you know, nostalgia. It's not, I mean, it's it's bringing magic and nostalgia and importance too, like you said. So uh, it's it's incredible. And the thing is, they've needed it. This week, the Cardinals have really sputtered. It's more goes, you could even probably run it back the rest of this month. They've they've won their games. You know, they took two out of three against Pittsburgh, split with the Brewers. So far, they've split with the Reds. But there's a lot of games they've rallied to win late, which is a good thing, except for the fact that bullpens in October are probably a little bit better than the bullpens you're seeing from the Reds and uh, the Pirates. Um, is this just a, is it just a slump or is it, you know, have they hit a bit of a wall is how much, how much concern do you have over this team? Not in the winning the division. Cause that seems to be pretty locked up with a, a magic number of 11 right now, but you know, going forward into October.
0: Yeah. We touched on this a little bit last week where I, I can always be the pessimist in these situations and just think, all right, did they peak? That's always my biggest concern. Did they just peak a little too early? Uh, I don't know. And, and it's it's slightly a concern for mine. I, one thing that that is making me feel a little bit better is the fact that uh, for the last three weeks, we've kind of beat up on the bullpen a little bit to where I think that that's kind of turning around a little bit. I think Polante is going to need some rest. But Gallegos has looked really good. And then, you know, Helsley's looked really, really good, especially last night. Uh, yeah, the uh, that's yeah, well, that was incredible. Yeah, and I mean, that go, go ahead, go ahead. No,
1: go ahead. I'm not going to stop you from talking about Ron Helsley. So go ahead.
0: No, I was just thinking <laughs> one of the areas that I think would possibly have been uh, a, a point of uh, uh, maybe some concern for me was the bullpen had, just wasn't as effective as it has been in the past, and you can kind of see some signs where I think I may be wrong on that. It has.
1: It has ability to be effective. You're right. But there was, I agree. There was a little bit of concern about that. It just wasn't, it was, it was reaching something, even Helsley. And we've seen, yeah, you know, we've seen that. In fact, somebody, I guess, uh, Hawkman put it out this week that, you know, his ERA when he's on no rest is what, like five or six or something like that. He really, and, and I wonder what that means for October, right? These, he's going to have to go back to back games probably. Yeah, or they're going to have to trust Gallegos or or some or Hicks or somebody else like that, Um, which they can do. But, you know, when he's on, obviously he's on. That was to have an immaculate inning last night. He just, you know, came in and just destroyed the Reds. It was amazing. Um, But, you know, does that mean he doesn't pitch? It probably means he doesn't pitch either game today, right? I mean, and so. I don't know. I mean, I'm going to be interested to see how the bullpen usage goes this, this post especially with a little bit, maybe a little bit more compressed timeline. We've talked about that before, um, but overall, yeah, Jordan Hicks seems to have found something a little bit more consistency. Um, Guy goes, has gotten back on his horse, you know, Helsley, um, you know, Polante did seem to need some more rest. So then they throw him in back to back days. And the second day he did okay too, which was okay yeah, me. Um, You're going to get Steven Matz back, it seems like. And from all indications, he was remarkably good in the minor leagues. I mean, granted, that's facing minor league talent. Um, You know, you're going to have a guy, either you may have Flaherty in the bullpen. I know, we, and we can talk, we've talked about the postseason rotation, but I feel like at one time I thought Jack Flaherty was going to be a starter in the postseason, but I'm not sure that that's where he's at after the last couple of starts. What do you think? Yeah,
0: No, I agree with that. I know that you and I had, had made the, uh, that made the comments last week to where, how is this going to shake out if everybody's effective? Right. And, um, I think that, uh, now, now it looks like, yeah, I agree with you. I, I don't feel like there's been a lot of command in any of his starts. Um, and, it, I give get a little bit of pause on that with uh, uh, Michaelis. now, and we had we had the conversation as well of these things seem to work themselves out. Well, maybe they're working themselves out without an injury, and it may be a situation where that's where Matts is going to be. Yeah. Matts and and Flaherty are going to be those guys that can come in early and, and play the play MLB playoff game to where. You're not going past three or four innings, regardless, unless you're just dominant. You know, one of those type of situations. I I hope that's the case. That's the optimistic view on that. Um, but back back to Flaherty, I agree with you. That's uh, I just I have not been overly impressed with any of the starts so far.
1: Yeah, it seemed like the last start was well, that was that was yesterday, right?
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: It seemed like early on he was all right, and it it was like first time through he was he was pretty strong, and then they kind of figured him out a little bit more after that. Um, and it really also seemed like he was pretty good with nobody on, but as soon as somebody got on and he had to go into the stretch that messed with some things as yeah. well. Um, so I don't know. I, you're right, but you got, I mean, but you've got a Flaherty, you got a Mats that's, you know, probably at least two innings. I mean, probably two innings max for Mats, the way they've rehabbed him. But you're going to have a Quintana too, right? That's going to be able to be a guy that can come in. So you really can shorten your starts if you want to um, and turn that over to a guy that can go two or three innings or even a Polante can do that. You know, if you're wanting to use him up in one spot, um, I mean, there's flexibility there um, and there's, there's options that you don't have to you don't have to let somebody wear one. If you get down three to nothing, you can make the trade right. Right. and, you know,
0: see if you can't get back into the game. Yeah. Yeah. We, I, yeah. I hope that's, that, that will be the case. And it's, it's funny. It's one of those to where, you know, Quintana hasn't done anything to actually to necessarily need a move to the bullpen, but it just mm-hmm. shows that, that, that they're good up front, up top, yeah. you know, and that's uh and that's intriguing. I that's it's one of those to where I know that it looks like we have a little bit of Michael's fatigue mm-hmm. and that kind of concerns me a little bit but but I just don't know. I'm still it's just tough for me to say you can, you can move a guy like that to the bullpen just because I'm a big Michael's guy and I feel like he is he's done enough to be you know, I saw him getting beat up on Twitter the other day and I was like 6 for 2 runs over 6 innings is pretty darn good. You know, especially with the lineup that they have.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean Run into some some issues, um, and gotten gotten bailed out at times too. I agree. I I, you're, I think if you've got Michaelis on the roster, you've got him on the roster to start, right? Um, I don't think he goes as a bullpen piece. Um, and I don't think they leave him off the roster. I, I don't want to be clear. So, boy, I think I'd like to see them. It doesn't. This idea of chasing another second seed is. Really, a fantasy, right? I mean, they're. I don't. I don't know what it is right now, but it was still like four or five games the last yeah. time. and you know, you just ran out of time. That's, and I don't know as much as you'd like to have that buy. One, I'm not 100 percent sure that a buy in baseball works as well as people think it's going to work.
0: Yeah,
1: of sitting out, not having the you know them playing a team that's in a rhythm. But two, I don't. I mean, I just don't think it's worth taxing yourself trying to chase that down. Yeah, And so I'd be fine with him figuring out some way to either you know, leave Dakota Hudson up here and do a six-man rotation for a while or find a phantom injury and let Michaelis have a 10 days off or whatever, or I guess it's 15 for pitchers, so I might not be able to. But something, or if nothing else, let him only pitch like two or three innings in his next start. But, I mean, he's reaching... I'd have to double check because somebody's pointed out, but I think he's reaching like a career high in innings, especially for the fact that, you know, he didn't pitch, you know, at all in, was it 20 that he dissed completely? Yeah, he missed 20. He only threw 44 innings in 21. He's already thrown more than he threw in 19 right now. Um, Not as many as he threw in 18 yet, but he's only 13 innings shy of that. It feels to me like you're getting to a spot where it wouldn't hurt for him to you know have a short start or two you know maybe a one time through the lineup just to see you know just keep him fresh and then turn it over to the bullpen this is where those expanded rosters would have really helped i think in this regard
0: yeah yeah that's uh that makes a good point i mean i you you worry about rhythm and everything that they're going through but yeah you're you're exactly right i mean you wonder about the innings limit and it's uh it's kind of quickly after taking the time off right. um so that that it, it'll be interesting to see how they handle that, and that and that may be some of the plan. You know, I um we'll we'll have to see who goes back down after the doubleheader today. But I mean, if, if Hudson pitches well, that may be part of the uh, equation.
1: Yeah, that's asking it's, a lot. Yeah, <laughs> probably true. That's probably true. But you know, you're running out of minor league time. What are you going to yeah. do with to Hudson? I mean, that's a that's a real kicker too. Um You know, on that. On the flip side of that, I don't know what other pitcher you would. You know, the Cardinals have really gotten to this point where, I mean, I guess you could send Woodford down, but you could also use Woodford as their sixth starter if you want to do too. Um, but they've really kind of gotten to this point where they're starting, you know, their 26 or 28 man roster right now It's everybody's contributing in some form or fashion, right? I mean, you've got Deluzio, but you're not, you can't switch a pitcher and a hitter right now because of the balance. That's a weird thing, but sure um but even so i think everybody on this roster feels like it's contributing in one form or fashion you know lesser or you know more but um it's a i i just don't i don't know how that happened. i don't know because you're sitting down dakota hudson or you're sitting down somebody else but either one they could be a major league player i guess that's what i'm saying
0: yeah yeah that's very true so that's uh now, double-A yeah. playoffs start next week. Triple-A uh, playoffs run in accordance with uh, the rest of the regular season, right?
1: Uh, seems like it's about right. I was about to pull Memphis okay.
0: up just to see. Well, and do that anyway because I was going to ask about Cabrera.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's a good question. That's a real yeah. interesting question we'll get to here in a minute. Yeah, Yeah, because uh,
0: that's that That would be another piece that would be massive if he could get here. But, man, that's that seems to be a forgotten name yeah, or one that they, everybody was getting ready to get rid of quickly.
1: Yeah, they, uh, looks like they have actual games scheduled to the 28th of, I'm not sure if that's the first round of the, that may be the first round of the playoffs. Um, cause they, Memphis plays at home through the 25th, um, starting next week, I've got a, you know, one of those six game series and then they play Nashville 26, 27th to 28th. So that may be, that's yeah, that's probably the first round of the playoffs. If anything goes on from there, I don't, I don't know how that works anymore. Um, but yeah, so pretty much, there, Memphis is going to be playing pretty much the rest of the regular season for the Cardinals. Hennnesses um, Cabrera is, I looked it up just recently this week, and it it looks like you know he's he's hit or miss at AAA, um, and I don't. I'm guessing they're going to want to see more consistency before they make that change. It'd be a very valuable person to have, but I just don't know that they can trust him just yet.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I, and, and I wonder if that's the case. I mean, it that will be trust is the big key right now. And uh, you just wonder how much, um, how much is out there for him. And that's gosh, I don't know that, that, that leads to some long-term questions as well, potentially.
1: Yeah, see, the last since he's been uh, in Memphis, his total line is he's got a seven oh four ERA and seven point two innings, nine strikeouts, but has a one point four three WHIP. Okay, so you kind of look at his game log, and let me see his you know he's given up three in, three runs in an inning, no runs in two, no runs in two, three innings, three uh, three runs in an inning and two thirds. No runs and anything. So I mean, it's they're coming in big bursts, but I don't know that that's what you want to see at at AAA, right? I just don't know that they're to that point where they feel like, okay, he's figured out whatever his issue is. I mean, he's yeah. so couple for the postseason roster, but I, I just can't see how they put him on there.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's gosh, he'd be such a weapon, but he hasn't been in a long time, you know, and that's it. it <laughs> I would love to see it, but me, yeah, I just don't think that they're at a point where where the trust factor there to bring him back. Um, and Romero's pitched well enough to where you could probably fill that spot right away.
1: Yeah, I mean, Romero struggled a little bit last night. Um, you also got Zach Thompson, who
0: that's true, that's true. You know,
1: has been a guy that you know they were talking about on the on the broadcast, you know, kind of checking his velocity, but you know, he's hitting ninety eight, ninety nine at times. Um, and a guy that's been fairly effective on the most part. Uh, he gave up a run against Milwaukee, but that's the only run he's given up in the major league since, you know, since June. Yeah. In fact, you know, he's given up a total, it looks like a total of eight runs, seven earned in his career. And five of them came in his start against Pittsburgh back in, you know, second outing in the major league. So he's been effective when he's been up. Uh, they just, you know they've kind of sporadically used him. He hasn't pitched a whole lot of innings, but I mean, I don't know that they're ready. I don't know. I mean, you know, wh- who you're going to trust as the big lefty? I mean, is it Romero? Is it Thompson? I I, I don't know. Um, you know, in a spot where you normally would use a good Cabrera. Yeah. Who are you? Who are you using? I don't know.
0: Gosh, yeah, I don't know. Do you play your percentages? I guess I'm not sure. And that's uh, and that those will be those will be big to shake out in the next three weeks.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's um, yeah. I, I you know the good thing about a what seven and a half game lead at this point in the season is you can afford to say, okay, this is a big situation in a game. I'm going to send Zach Thompson out there and let's see what happens. And mm-hmm. If it blows up then you know, and you lost a game. Okay. You know, it's not that, not a huge issue right now. Uh, it's not that you have to get this pick, right. You could, you could try it out a couple of times. So, you know, I think that's probably the most interesting thing for the next couple of weeks is how are people used, especially bullpen pieces, um, to give some indication of what they're thinking.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the tryout is on right now.
1: Yeah, for sure. And, yeah. You know the, the offense seems to be fairly settled, but you know Dylan Carlson's back today, um, just just activated before this game because they put Tyler O'Neill on the injured list. And you and I were talking beforehand, even though Tyler O'Neill's been pretty much healthy the second half, this still feels like a lost season for him. I've been on the, the injured list three times and never, never just quite clicked. No. Yeah,
0: that. yeah, especially after last season. Mm-hmm. where you're thinking, okay, now their patience has paid off. Now that now this young outfield is uh, coming around and uh, going to be what they thought it was. And here we are still worried about injuries and one's not even on the team anymore. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's, uh, I don't know, it's, it's a strange situation and that's the beauty of baseball. But these little injuries that, that seem to follow him around are, are just troubling to me. I mean, they, they just see, seem too common.
1: Yeah, it's, it, it, has it always been, I see this one's a hamstring again, right? And it feels like that's, I know that's one of the other ones was hamstring and like, I can't remember what the, the maybe the first time he went on the injured list was. Um, But yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, You know, some of that's just, that's just baseball too, right? I mean, it feels Not like so often the guy has a great year and the next year something keeps him from doing it again. Um, and you know, is the talent still there and he's still under, you know, reasonable contract. I imagine, I mean, he's going to be, he's eligible still for the postseason, So, I mean, he'll be back on the roster most likely. Uh, you know, uh, you gotta have him out there. Um, yeah. cause he's, he can do so many things, but it just, yeah, it just hasn't seemed like it's been the same this year.
0: Yeah, it's uh, just disappointing after how, um, how last year finished, you know, how, uh, you know, potentially some MVP boats, you know, one of those things. And I, I mean, I think we both understood that that was a, uh, um, I don't want to say that, but we didn't think that he would get to that level again so quickly and could understand a dip, but Right, You know, it's now that looks like the outlier season, even after all the potential that we've seen forever. And it's, uh, um, um, yeah, I don't know. It, it's for somebody that means so much to the team. It's, 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 I'm curious to see how he does when he comes back, you know, because that's lower, lower, uh, body entries and, and all those things. And, and it's, it worries me a little bit moving forward.
1: Yeah. Speaking of the the outfielders, it looks like Harrison Bader may make his debut with the Yankees on Tuesday, uh, which is good for Harrison Bader and good for the fact that the Cardinals shouldn't have to give up any more pieces. Uh, he should be uh, eligible for the playoffs and, uh, yeah, have to be giving up anybody else for that Montgomery trade, although um, <laughs> they had to. I think Jordan Montgomery's been worth it if they had to do that. So, yeah, um, yeah, I just don't, I don't know about, yeah. I, that's just, that is somewhat baseball and <clears throat> easily th- think that Tyler O'Neill could come out next year and just crush again. Um, and almost kind of need him to next year, right? I mean, we've talked about what this team is going to need, you know, some of the pieces that are missing from this um, amazing, magical season that, you know, they've got to pick up the slack somewhere along the way. You know, Paul Goldschmidt's not going to probably be almost a Triple Crown guy next year. And, you know, we don't know what Nolan Arenado is going to do. So you're going to have to have somebody pick up the slack. And hopefully it's Tyler O'Neill and Dylan Carlson bouncing back from, I'm, I don't know, they would probably consider this a disappointing season as well. So, yeah, um, that's um, interesting to see. And, and I mean, again, you know, we talk about how hey, this is a disappointing season, but if Tyler O'Neill hits, you know, four or five home runs in the postseason, everybody forgets about the regular season, right? Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah,
1: I mean, I couldn't tell you what David Freeze did in two thousand and eleven um, <laughs> in the regular. I mean, I know he had a good year, but I don't yeah. know that he was. It wasn't MVP year, um, and um, but you know, the postseason took care of all that. So uh, hopefully, hopefully that's the case. We'll see some of that as well. Um, but overall, like we said, sputtering offense. You know, Paul Goldschmidt has. Yeah, They really hit a bump, um, although we had two hits last night. It makes me feel like maybe he's starting to come around a little yeah. bit. But, um, I guess I I knew that those were big drivers of this offense, but I didn't feel like Goldie and Art Auto were the entire offense, but it really felt like both of them kind of hit a little bit of a slide and, and nobody except maybe Albert Pujols picked up the slack.
0: Yeah, it was uh, – yeah, I wonder how much the weight of the moment has taken over – well, the weight of, you know, Albert Pool's has taken over the slumps of some of the of some of some the big guns. You know, and you hope that that may level out, you know, moving into the playoffs a little bit. But you're right. I mean, it's – I think that Albert um, uh, picking it up and doing what he's done has overshadowed what Goldie has lacked – has failed to do and, mm-hmm. um, you know, what could actually – potentially hurt what what, what maybe an M V P season.
1: Yeah. I, I don't I feel like hopefully that it's I don't think the race was so close that a couple of bad weeks keep him yeah. from it. But you're right, I mean it could. I mean there's just you never know with voters and there's somebody that's like, well, you know, he didn't hit as well as Alonzo did over the last two weeks, so I'm gonna give it to them. You know, who knows? Yeah. I think, yeah, body of work is probably good. And, and again, he's got two weeks as well. I mean, and, and we'll see if, you know, taking a breather here and, um, you know, his his, his will allow him, we'll see what he does. He's got the two games today. I don't know if he's playing in both games or not. I know Albert is batting second in the first game. I think he's playing first though. So I don't know if, yeah. if Goldie's the DH or not. Um. But, you know, he'll probably get, you know, they're both he and, and there's going to be gays of rest for everybody. Yeah. I mean, um, and I guess we shouldn't get too worked up about it. But it's just the fact that it's been basically, like you said, we've talked about it for this last couple of shows. It's this offense has its moments and can do it. I just don't, you know, planning to score in the eighth or ninth inning is just not a good idea. <laughs> Um, especially with some of the arms that are available for, you know, the Mets or Dodgers or whoever it may face in the postseason.
0: Yeah. You know, if, yeah they face, that,
1: if they face the um, Padres and Josh Hader, maybe that's a different story. But Yeah,
0: exactly. So, yeah, it, it's, it's – I'm not overly concerned at this point, but, I mean, it's uh, – I do feel like – I do hope that they avoid that that early peak. I mean, that, that has been – that's been something that has been on my mind since they've been, they they went through the run to where they uh, hardly lost and built such a lead in the central.
1: Do you think that there is any part of all the pageantry and hoopla that we've had over the last week or so that is affecting people that aren't in this? You know what I'm saying? Like, are they a little bit distracted by "Mm, Albert Pujols' run to 700? Are they, you know, I, I don't know. I don't think so, but, I mean, to some degree, there's got to be a little bit of. I want to sit back and watch this and take this in, and you know, maybe that maybe that affects them a bit.
0: Yeah, and that's, that's a good question. I'm not sure. I mean, it's I can only imagine. I mean, it, it's funny to watch how used to the used to the environment the superstars are. Like after 698 and the last at bat last night, Albert is calm as can be, walking mm-hmm. up to the record crowd to the ovation. It's it's unreal to me that some that guys can conform, can perform at that level under that weight. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, that's it's, uh, kind of like, you know, a Michael Jordan type situation. It's just it's unbelievable to me that guys can do that. And and Albert just carries it so well. So, you know, the ballpark's back. There's probably an element of pressure to other guys, too. And, uh, you know, the not want to screw it up type situation and that kind of doubt gets in your head and, and you can struggle.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's very possible. I mean, they're right. The The crowds have been amazing over the last um, few weeks. I mean, we, you know, we were talking back when the Yankees came in about them setting records, but it feels like every night they're getting close to that. Right. I mean, they're it's, it's sellout after sellout. And it's been a while since I looked it up. It's been a long while since we've had a September where you didn't have to worry about the standings, right? Um, you know the Cardinals can go. We, you know we don't, we don't have to live and die on every loss right now with that yeah. seven game lead. Um, I think I looked back and it was like it may have been two thousand and nine, the last time they had a, a lead like this this late in October. You know, usually we're you know it's been looking at the wild card or, you know, a game or two in the standings and you're pushing late or, or whatever. So yeah, there's a, there's a little bit of different mindset and it's, it's really kind of fun, I guess, to see the crowds coming out because of the history and all that kind of stuff. Um, and still being so loud and supportive, even when, you know, the division's almost locked up.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's it. you know, and that's a really good point, because last night or this week, I was thinking, when was the last time that the Cardinals had leverage enough in the Milwaukee series to where a split series was a loss on the Milwaukee side, not on the Cardinal yeah. side? Yeah. You know what I mean by that? I mean, because you're just like you split, you walk without gaining any ground and, uh, and you're in trouble. And I felt like Milwaukee had the pressure on them this time. And I can't remember the last time that's actually been. It's been the last four or five years at least that uh, that that's been the case.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's definitely been at least of those situations where you, you wanted to win. Yeah. You, you couldn't, I think normal year, that series, that would have been huge for either side, right? That somebody had to win it and splitting. It was like, you know, just kind of status quo, but you're right. Splitting. It was, you know, Cardinals were fine with that because I just talked a couple of days off the calendar and, the Brewers are still, you know, still struggling, trying to get into the postseason. So it it has been a while um, to have that kind of pressure. Um, yeah, speaking of Dakota Hudson, we may not <laughs> may have solved the whether he's going to pitch well already, and we're hearing yeah. the um So yeah, that's uh, it's interesting to to think about, and it's how how close do you put them who they're not world series favorites, but this team feels like a more reasonable world series winner than probably any team they've had in a while. Right.
0: Yeah, I would think so. Um, you know, you're going to look at the juggernauts and you're going to look at the Dodgers because of the Dodgers. Right. And then you're going to look at New York as being so good because if they get Scherzer back healthy, you just you yeah. have the two pitchers that are just too so good, and in a shortened series, it's just going to be tough to beat them. But stranger things have definitely happened. And then I feel like you have to shoe in St. Louis at that point. And I mean, I feel like they have a puncher's chance against anybody right now. Yeah. And that's that's one of those things that uh, that I'm not sure we could have said in the past few years to where you know get in, win, pick up momentum, try to uh, move to the next round. You know, that's uh, right. those are always the thing even the year that washington beat them it kind of seemed like washington's year to do it Mm -hmm. you know you never felt like the true favorite especially after losing the first two games at home you just knew you were in trouble um i uh i feel like they're pretty good and i've kind of felt like that all year long um it's uh you know goes back to what we we let off the show with you just kind of you just kind of hope they didn't peak early and in where your uh, enthusiasm is all about uh, the record setting now than, than chasing down the, uh, the two ahead of you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's because once, especially once the playoffs come, I mean, that's a mindset you want to be in before, before the end of the season, not having to try to get into that mindset when you get to the right, you get there. Right. I mean, you want to be in that. We need to win mindset, not just the history mindset. Um, And that, you know, like I said, right now they can, they can take some time and enjoy what they're doing. But you know, that after they get done with, I mean, they, I guess the good thing is the last six games are against Pittsburgh, right? Three at home, three at, three in Pittsburgh. So that gives them a, a really good, decent chance to tune up and get ready before going into, going into October. Um, but yeah, I, I think that in the past we have said, okay, well, if, if this goes right and that goes right and this go, you know, you can see, you know, anything can happen in the postseason. Blah blah blah. But right now, I mean, you you line them up against some of those big teams. You're right; they they've got a chance just on the merits, not relying on the fluke of of October.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's that's very true. Um, and uh, I feel like they have the roster to overcome a lot of those things. I mean, there is uh, some the, some uh, you know you know. Yeah, I, I, there may be some shortcomings somewhere, but then you look and you're like, well, are, are you more confident in what the Cardinals can bring to a rotation than what the Dodgers do? But, hmm. you know, it's yeah, I mean, I would think that's that's kind of a wash. And I think that uh, that New York just kind of sets the trend because they have the two up front that are so good um and i mean they, they, their rotation is really good regardless so so i don't know but you're right it it never really seems to be that the best team wins it anyway so y- you just never know and you just want to keep that puncher chance
1: yeah yeah it, it's in you know matchups and all that kind of stuff will yeah matter. especially after you know the the interesting thing is you know you play the first round while well, the mets get a chance to set up their rotation you don't have to worry you know so there's some advantage there too, but you know, if you, if the good thing is with the Cardinals is they've got three or four pitchers that are all at the same level to some degree, uh, they're very good. Uh, they may not be super great, like DeGrom and, and Scherzer, but yeah, you know, they can, you know, pitch well enough to keep a, a lineup in check and you know, you never know what will happen. So exactly. I don't know. Um, so overall, i'm you know trying to think if there's anything any other issues we've had you know this week um and I don't really know that there is much it's it's been fun to watch them rally i guess what i mean where do you stand on that? I mean, is it a situation where it's a good mindset that they're they never feel like they're out of it and they're able to you know put some stuff together, or is this just a they're kind of feasting on some weaker pitchers and that's going to burn them at some point in time.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I never feel that way just because mm. that way of, you know, playing the lesser competition. I, yeah. I just don't, I mean, these guys get paid to play the same way they're setting goals and they're playing as hard as they did when they were behind, when, you know, if they were right. up in the division type situation. Yeah. So I, I just, I just don't subscribe to that. I just feel like that's the way baseball goes sometimes and that's kind of why I rally back to the point of let's just hope they didn't peak to where things were going their way. And now it won't as much, but you know, you know, time will tell. I mean, we have a little over two weeks to go and, and we'll see. I mean, you're going to get, you're going to get punches from guys that are, are playing for to stay in the big leagues. Not necessarily that I, I, I don't, what I'm basically saying is I don't think the talent drop-off is that big, you mm-hmm. know, at this point. And uh, I think that everybody kind of has the same goal in mind, it, it, right now and, and you're getting everybody's best punch. Yeah.
1: Yeah, There's that's definitely true. I just, I'm very interested to see so often that we've seen, you know, eighth or ninth inning these last week or two is when, you know, they, they're quiet pretty much the rest of the game. And then all of a sudden things, you know, blow up that kind of thing. Um, and I, again, that can be a good thing. Cause I mean, if you take that mindset, you know, you're never out of a game. I mean, as long as you can keep it within, you know, a runner, or two or three. Um, but I, I just worries me that they're starting to get a little reliant on, on rallying against a, a bullpen instead of maybe whoever they're starting as a
0: starter. That's true. That, that I mean, and that's, you're right. I mean, that's, uh, it, the, the, I think that we, I think we say have, share some of the same concerns, Mm-hmm. About uh, you know you're you're playing with a little bit of fire here.
1: Yeah. So as I'm watching game day, as we're finishing up this sh- the show, and uh, Albert is batting second today. He's played that was all a week- terrible call.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that first pitch was awful.
1: Yeah. Um, but where what, do you do you subscribe to this idea that Ollie Marmol should one play him <laughs> all the time and two do things like this for you batting him second, which I know part of this is to make sure he gets at least one or two shots at a lefty um, without them necessarily, you know, going to the bullpen. Um, but I mean, how much, how much do you play around with things to try to get him to 700 or more versus, you know, more, a more
0: regular usage of fools? Well, I mean, is there a, I, uh... I think it's foolish to think that it, that you shouldn't try your best to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, in theory, it's a game and it's history. Uh, that's uh, I just I think you try to make it happen the best you can. I would be I would bet that Marmol has a pretty good answer to that. That oh, would yeah. probably appease both sides.
1: Yeah, I get. And honestly, I mean, you can make the argument right now that this is the best place to put Albert Pujols in this game because of being able to get more chances at a lefty. It's not necessarily about hitting home runs. It's it's also about where he'll be most pr- productive. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't think Marmol is going to sacrifice everything to get Albert there, but he wants to, I mean, he's seen, he wants to see it. Um, yeah. And, and walk in the first. <laughs> ah, there, see, there you go. Um, yeah. And, I think they may say a little bit more of that. If people getting a little, either they don't want if they don't want to be a part of history, they're getting a little, a little spooked to the way that Albert yeah. plays. Um, but you know, so I so I trust that I don't think Marmol's going to do a whole lot of gimmicky stuff. I don't. Yeah, think that,
0: I agree with that.
1: I don't. I think you batting Albert second. I can understand that. If you're batting Albert lead off. That's gimmicky. <laughs> uh, yeah. me, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it didn't have to be. Um, the you know, just because of you don't have to have a necessary speedster there and, and the way he walks and hits, maybe you could make an argument. But I feel like if you're putting him there, it's just strictly to try to get him more at bats to hit home runs. Um, So I don't I don't think Marmol is going to go too far over that, but I do think that he'll probably give him every opportunity. I'm really surprised, not surprised that he's playing against righties. Because he has started to show that he can hit them, but I'm a little bit surprised that Marmol played him every day this week, just <laughs> just because of, I mean, he hasn't been doing it. So there's you know yeah. you run into a fatigue factor there.
0: Yeah, and that I had kind of wondered about that as well. I mean, being 42, mm-hmm. that uh that like the yeah, boy, they want this to get done quickly. So when he hit the bomb last night, because I was starting to worry. And it, here's my thing: What happens if he finishes 6.99? You yeah. know, that's a, that has been a concern of mine too. So I hope that, uh, I hope that's not the case. So, the, the, a long way of answering that was by saying, I hope he can keep his leg as long as it's possible. Yeah.
1: And I feel like they're probably pushing him more because it's a homestand, right? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. yeah. Like him to get these moments. I mean, if they could, if they could write something, a check to guarantee that he would get 700 by tomorrow, they'd do it. Um, I don't think that, especially on the West Coast. I mean, if Albert comes in in the eighth inning of a game against the Dodgers, half of us aren't going to see it, you know, <laughs> because it's going to be like, yeah, minutes, that's a good point. You know? um, and I imagine he'll get more rest out there just because of that. Yeah. Um, so, but I mean, that I don't know. I'm a very. It's very interesting to see. I I don't necessarily just want them running him out there every day, just because I do think that you know the man is superhuman, but he does have, you know, at some point in time runs the, you know, risk of running out of reserves. And I think you're, you know, Albert pools is going to play a pretty good role in this postseason too. If he's, you know, I think he's gotta be, he's gotta be effective in the postseason for this team to be very effective.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I mean, it's, it, it's not just the gimmick now, you know, that's yeah. it, it yeah. has played into a factor and, you you think that he's probably going to be the designated hitter in most spots, you know yeah. that, uh, and that you, that leads to the yeah the rest is probably going to be be uh, needed, especially on the West Coast. I mean, yeah. at forty two, I don't know how how tough it is to play. I know at forty five, it's tough to watch.
1: <laughs> that <laughs> late. <laughs> forty seven. It's hard enough to get out of bed, so um, <laughs> but, you know, I yeah, and and I know I really feel like. If Albert can get to seven hundred with you know, like a week left or something like that, then he doesn't play as much. You know, yeah. once he gets there, you know, he's not getting to seven fifteen. We know that. Um, so there's no point in I mean, he'll get out there some he'll pinch it against the lefties, whatever the case may be, but um he's gonna get his rest. I can I can understand the pushing a little bit. I'm just was a little bit surprised that that they did that now. So We'll see. Hopefully hopefully uh, today we see, I think last week we talked about seeing the 696 that night, So and he did. So maybe we'll see 699 to some point in time today uh, and maybe 700 tomorrow before they leave St. Louis. But uh, anyway, Alan and I uh, will get back with you next week. We'll be talking, we'll be, man, in this season, Alan, I don't know for you, but it feels like for me this thing is just gone by like yeah,
0: I agree with that and I, I didn't know if it was my summer activities or whatnot but no I completely feel that way
1: yeah I mean to the fact that you know we're talking about just you know two weeks left in the season um and it wouldn't even be that if it wasn't for the you know the addition of those games yeah uh you know it's just I mean the lockout seems forever ago but um then again this this all has been so remarkable that it's hard to imagine it's coming to an end but yeah. it is and uh alan and i'll be with you through the end of it and so we will talk to you next week so for alan i'm daniel good night
0: good night oh one to pool in the air left field and pools has given
1: st louis the lead a dramatic Fully.